The Playmaker. Hi, I'm Chloe. And I'm Andrew. And this is The Playmaker. One story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, our predictions for 2022. Welcome back to The Playmaker for 2022. We're expecting big things for this podcast this year. But first, a look at the Tortoise team's football predictions for the year ahead. It's going to be different to any we've seen before. Every single Africa Cup of Nations match will be broadcast live by Sky in the UK and the BBC will show 10 games on free-to-air TV. The Women's Euros will be hosted in England in July and of course the Men's World Cup is going to be staged in Qatar in November and December. That means that the Premier League and the Championship will take a month's break and we won't be watching World Cup football in the summer for the first time. So what do we think will happen during the course of 2022? We want more press conferences that amuse us, please. For 2022, we're predicting that Antonio Conte gets caught eating a bacon butty covered in ketchup. Because, let's face it, there's more chance of that happening than in playing a back four. It's good, the cake. The cake is good. (laughs) I'm jealous, eh? Or could we see Sean Dyche wearing a coat? Well, it was a sight to behold, wasn't it? Sean Dyche braving the snow at Turf Moor in a crisp white shirt and tie. We'll have to wait until mid-November for the first ever Winter World Cup. It will be surrounded by controversy up until the first kick of the ball. Questions about the way Qatar won the right to stage the tournament and its treatment of the workers who built the stadiums will remain. But that will stop the moment the first game gets underway. Watching in England will be a completely new experience. Remember those scenes in box parks in the past couple of tournaments? Rather than pints of beer being chucked up in the air, fans will be a bit more cautious with their glasses of mulled wine. Brazil and France are joint favourites, but Brazil are the tortoise tip. That's because they can draw on players from home coming off the back of a full season and from Europe, where the season will be just a few months old. We're expecting big things from the women's game. That's because the WSL extended their deal with Barclays last month, with the bank doubling their current investment to £10 million per year. They'll invest at grassroots level too. And with the Women's Euros hosted in England, there'll be a welcome spotlight on female footy. We think that we might even get to see an England win. Yes, football's coming home. Ever heard that before? One more thing. We predict we will see the first female manager of a European men's side. Watch this space. Like, that process needs to begin and hopefully... You know, that affirmative action is something that can be enforced because there's so many quality candidates that can do the job uh, across the men's game. I think we spend too much time talking about gender and ethnicity instead of quality of candidates. It could be a really big year for diversity in football. 
there's something personal that I need to share with everyone. I'm a footballer and I'm gay. Adelaide United's Josh Cavallo coming out last year could be a turning point for gay footballers. Justin Fashionu remains Britain's first and only openly gay footballer. He retired in 1997. His niece, Amal, has said that a Premier League footballer is very likely to announce he is gay in 2022 after the foundation dedicated to her uncle counselled two top-flight players who are yet to come out publicly. Speculation on this topic does occasionally feel salacious, but it would be a landmark moment in football. We know that Newcastle are going to splash the cash in January. It's not like football manager and you just go out and go, I want to buy Messi and Mbappe and uh, Neymar and whoever I want to buy. But even so, we think they're still going down. And it could be fun watching the Geordies with a completely over-the-top squad in the Championship next season. So even if they are relegated in May, they'll be having a party by September. The question is... Have they got Andy Carroll on speed dial? And a couple of quick ones. There'll be no Leo Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo in the Ballon d'Or top three for the first time since 2006. The video game FIFA 23 won't be called FIFA 23. EA Sports will cut ties with the world football governing body. Check out Playmaker episode 69 for a bit more on that. And finally... Jeff Stelling will become director of football at his beloved Hartlepool United. He's still getting over the fact that Stockport County pinched their manager. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not give us a follow so you don't miss any of our other stories. Today's episode was written by me, Chloe Beresford. And me, Andrew Butler. It was produced by Ella Hill. The Playmaker. What comes to mind when you think of Amber Heard? A liar? A survivor? A narcissist? The trial of Depp v Heard was a global phenomenon, but I want to know, was it a fair fight? I'm Alexi Mostris, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. In my new podcast, I'm investigating whether Amber Heard was the victim of an organised trolling campaign. Just search for Who Trolled Amber wherever you get your podcasts.